0: Hi everybody, welcome to my Friends with Wheels podcast. Today I talk with Jenna Meehan, an occupational therapist at BMEOT. She talks about her experience as an occupational therapist, the types of work that she does with kids and older adults. And she also talks to me about the importance of occupational therapy. It's supposed to be an exciting conversation. I hope you enjoy this episode and enjoy. Okay, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got involved in the disability community.
1: Yeah. um, So my mom is actually an occupational therapist. So ever since I went to work with her and saw that being able to support people and play and do really cool and meaningful things with people was a job. I said, that's for me. So I knew I wanted to be an OT ever since um, I was pretty young, like four or five when people started asking me. Um, And so I've been in OT now about 12 years and my journey of how I am showing up and practicing has evolved as I have um, my own children were diagnosed as autistic and when they were diagnosed um, I had become um, more aware of the disability community advocacy and the neurodivergent movement uh, but at that time very much really dove into listening and learning and then discovered my own autistic um, identity. So really starting my own practice and in the past few years, really prioritizing um, community support and adv- advocacy has been a very much strong part of my my work and my practice.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. So like what sorts of things do you do as an ocup- occupational therapist?
1: Yeah, so OT in general is a really just cool job. It it means an occupational therapist works on occupations. Of, and what that means, it could be anything that is important for, for a person. So um, for someone, it might be being able to go play basketball or go to school or uh, being in a relationship or needing to sleep better. All the things that people do to be able to support themselves so my work right now is mostly working with um autistic and or multiply disabled people and um it can be a variety of things i work with um two-year-olds and i work with 80 year olds and so it, it changes and what someone wants and needs changes so it's always exciting and can be different um Primarily, when I work one-on-one with a client or with um, a family, it might be um, talking through accommodations or ways to support an environment better, um, or how to advocate for what things that that person might need in an environment that currently doesn't have that. And then that has um, really shaped how my work is to really try to myself Think of how i can go in spaces and advocate and um i am also besides my my practice be me occupational therapy i also have um a co-led um, organization called all neurotypes in which we do more um community-based advocacy and neurodivergent neurodiversity affirming um programs
0: mm-hmm. yeah that's cool so like, um what are, uh, how do you make sure that you know children and adults with uh, disabilities you know, have the tools that they need in order to you know be independent? like what what sort of sorts of things do you do to make that happen?
1: Yeah, um, what I can what I do is listen to what, just what someone's experience is and so it it is so independent on all the parts of someone's identity their their culture identity their racial identity their their language ev- everything that is their experience and how what barriers they might have in different environments so really thinking observing listening to what is that person's experience and how barriers are present um, helps me figure out how I can best support them either um, with going through and identifying um, what those barriers are, because it might be tricky of figuring out what is the thing that's making this kind of stuck or not work. It might be maybe a little bit more um, clear to understand, like maybe there's executive functioning needs that kind of are tricky. to. So having visuals that could be, Um, develop together to be able to um, bring into different environments it could be um, talking through of figuring out what does the space need and is it not physically accessible or do can we ask for different um, accommodations within like a program or physical space so I think how how I work is really trying to understand what does it look like for that person and it could be completely different for that person's experience and another person's experience in the same program and helping to identify and um, either dismantle the the barriers or help them support to figure out how they can um, participate or engage in a way that they want to.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah so like what kinds of uh, stakeholders and and organizations do you partner with with regards to like occupational therapy, any like nonprofits, um, organizations, things like that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so, f- um, for for be me for my OT practice and and how I work as an OT, um, there's kind of a space that's really interesting. Um, I'm in um, Durham, North Carolina, so I work um, with our public school system. And we've been
0: partnering
1: with a nonprofit that supports our public school system and the work that we're currently
0: our
1: students work with us School system and the equity, and the ECE um, exceptional children's that's what North Carolina calls um, special education services um, to really grow and connect um, equity and um, special education within the public school system. As, as we know, like they are very much segregated and separated, and so building and really centering a disability justice perspective to have disability within the centralized part of thinking about public school. Is something that I'm very interested and passionate in. So that is something I'm doing um, with a lot of our local community and people that are working with a disability um, in Durham. And then for all neurotypes, we um, are actually connected with a nonprofit called Upstream. And since our um, organization is an LLC, we are actually supported by them for their nonprofit. So we can collaborate together to um, apply for grants um, with the support of their nonprofit status. So our um, organization is had a disability justice pre, uh, summer camp last year, and we're hoping to be able to do that again for two weeks and have it fully supported, so that all campers would it would not be um, cross. Cost prohibitive and be able to um, come to camp for for no cost. So um, we are partnered with them. and then we also are partnered with Sarah Friends, which is a local um, nonprofit that was just started this year that is working to provide um, low to no cost therapy services and support um, to families um, in the local area.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's awesome. So, like, my last question here is, um, like, how do you go about ad- addressing the stigma of disability? Because I know there's, a, like, a lot in our society. So, from, like, an occupational therapy perspective, how do you go about, like, tackling that and making an inclusive environment for um, people with disabilities?
1: Yeah, that, that's a great question. And that's something that, as I really kind of have gone through and still going through my own journey of, Learning and being in a more medical model and a more stigmatizing view of disability. and then kind of understanding my own internalized ableism, um how I was showing up in um, as a therapist supporting people, I really present myself and my services to align with the social model of disability and helping people understand how maybe previous ways of, Either being explained that either your child is disabled, and this is these are the things that like these uh, how how in medical model terms, how that would be described, explaining the differences and explaining um how people might grow in that shift of thinking, um especially if that was a previous way that they have learned or just knowing that a lot of society talks about disability in a um stigmatizing way. So, um continuing to offer that perspective and shift people's um thoughts and paradigms of thinking of there is a right way to be and a wrong way to be and to how we know that that is not correct that um that there needs to be different ways that we're creating systems or we're, we're changing how systems are being created to not um, oppress people who are not um, in certain bodies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think that's pretty important. All right, everyone. That does it for today's episode of My Friends with Wheels podcast. Today, I talked with Jenna Meehan, an occupational therapist, about her work as an OT, and she helps people with disabilities, from young children to adults. Anyway, I hope you tune in for more episodes of this podcast. Until then, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everybody.